passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I've not heard. Support for the Bubba Army podcast is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the grooming game along with their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their shower time routine by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash, fellas? The ladies love their signature scent. You and your boys will be so fresh and so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0, and inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker and nose trimmer, crop preserver and ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the weed whacker to chop your worst weeds up the top of your nose and ears. Nothing's worse than that nose hair. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh and clean with Manscaped. Heard from Hogan all week. What's going on? I don't know. Is he mad at you? I don't know. Not one bit. You got heat. We might got heat. We might have heat. him as the immortal Hulk Hogan, but we know him as Hootie. Hulk Hogan is on the phone. You and I got heat? No, bro. No, I just... uh, I haven't heard from you in like in about a week. I'm like, wow, we must have heat. No, 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 man. It's been in the trenches. Nick and uh, Brooke came into town and then uh, been going through all these depositions and all this crazy stuff. All right, I just want to make sure we ain't got no heat because I'm like, man, last time I saw Hogan was last... Friday, and uh, here it is. So it's been almost a week, and it, we don't go usually a day or two without at least touching base. I just want to make sure my, my man's okay. No, I'm all right, man. We've just uh, uh, been running hard trying to get get stuff right. I'm just half asleep, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, I guess, Brookie, I, I had some people from the Packers uh, see Brooke perform last, I think it might have been Saturday night, uh, in Grisk, Wisconsin, said she killed it. Oh, really? Yeah. Said that uh, I had a guy, my buddy Adam, who works for the Packers, Said, uh, 
I'm at the uh, I'm at some some festival and Brooke Hogan's here and she is killing it. The fans going crazy. Should I introduce myself? She, he was backstage and stuff because he's part of the Packers. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, tell him that you're my friend and what have not. And I get so he met her and Brooke was very gracious. He then called me back and go, what a nice person, man. He goes, she, well, as soon as I mentioned your name, well, she was nice anyway. But as soon as I mentioned your name, she really took some time out and talked to me. I was like, I said she knows how to work like her pops. She knows how to work. No, she's that way anyway, bro. She she's not working. No, I know she's not working. I mean, she, she she knows she gets it. She's a good person and she gets it. Some some celebrities are dicks. You know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get. Uh, I ha- I was going to call you yesterday because we've been in the trenches, but um, for the Bubba Army, you know, I'm always asking them for a favor. You know what I mean? So here's another favor. We're actually in the the truce mode with Linda and her lawyers. We were uh, in the middle of doing depositions, and we were doing Charlie Hill's deposition, and, you know, right when it was getting ready to get real, real crazy, um, there was a break, and I happened to stumble into Charlie Hill in the hallway, you know, and I just told him, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you, I'm not going to hurt you, because there was uh, a few minutes, probably 15 or 20 minutes of his deposition where he said he was in fear for his life, and you know, had left a couple jobs because he was scared that I was going to kill him. I just happened to stumble into him in the hallway right when they took the break and no one was around and kind of in the hallway by himself. And uh, I just saw he wasn't, you know, um, on real sure footing when I, when I ran into him. And, and I didn't want, you know, uh, anybody to think, you know, if he you know, tripped or fell down or anything, that I did anything. So I said, hey, dude, and, you know, back off all this, I'm not going to kill you, I'm not going to hurt you. So one thing led to another, and our lawyers started talking, so we spent probably half the day um, talking about possibilities, and one of the things they, they asked is during this neutral period or this ceasefire time, if I would, uh, if we could back off on all the publicities, especially Bubba the Love Sponge. You mean my, my minion, your minion? My minion, Bubba the Love Sponge. So, you know, if, if I'm asking the Bubba Army, let's hold a ceasefire here until we see the whites in their eyes. Well, you know, I like to take this opportunity and tell all the Bubba Army right now, you know, because I have a bunch of wars. The Bubba Army's been in the middle of a bunch of battles, Brent. They're just like the U.S. Army. Right. they got and, wars on many fronts. And if you ever see MJ out and about, be a gentleman. I mean, I can't tell you what to say verbally, but be a gentleman as far as don't ever threaten him physically or anything like that, or his family or his kids or his personal possessions. Absolutely. That's not what we're all about. I don't care what you say. And, but, and then secondly, I guess with this uh, Linda Hogan situation, you know, the Bubba Army, man, it'll get you. The Bubba well, Army the thing, will get you. And so, no, it's mainly with you and me. Because I guess, you know, maybe I'm, I'm still half asleep. Maybe it's my mistake. It's mainly with you and me because we're, if we could continue talking here, and we're going to talk again on the uh, 7th, if we can continue talking and settle this thing, it's like you said, Bubba, it would be the best thing for everybody. It would be. It would be the best thing for everything, and everything could move forward, and then we could get with the Grazianos. You could, and you could settle that, make sure they're taken care of and compensated, and that there's a life plan for John Graziano. And then, Terry, at that point, everybody can pick up the pieces and start to regroup on what they're going to do in life, including Linda. I mean, like, even on a positive thing for Linda. Linda can now, this takes a lot of her time and a lot of her energy and zaps a lot of things out of her. She can do whatever she's going to do in life, and then you can subsequently move on in a positive direction and start concentrating on what what you want to do. But with all this negative, dark cloud, he said, she said stuff, it's just, it's very counterproductive. And no, it is, and, and you're it, right. So, you know, we need to, you and I need to do a ceasefire and all right. we see what happens. Hey, I'll, you, do, you called off your minion. Your minion's officially done. Uh, I'm done until you fire me back up. Right, 
right. It was getting the next couple months going to get real crazy anyway, and I I felt real bad going down the path we were going legally, but we've been pushed into that corner. So right, actually, it's 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 something. Well, you that, know what? I got to commend Rafael for uh, for having the wherewithal to be able to recognize that things are about ready to shift but gears. It, it didn't go down that way. <laughs> well, you know what? It, I got to. No, it, it, it went down where Charlie and I talked first, and right when I was talking with Charlie. Linda came up, and she didn't know what was going on. She didn't know if we were going to you know, shake hands or square off. She just kind of like saw us talking, so she came out of nowhere and slid up. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, dude, I just want to be friends with everybody. This is ridiculous. This is crazy that the, the judge doesn't care. And I told him, I said, the judge doesn't care who smoked the last joint or partied. Or, he doesn't care about that. And all this personal stuff we're doing in the press is ridiculous. All the judges, there's no false state. The judge is going to see if anybody lied, scammed, stole money, or wasted money, and then he's going to make a decision accordingly. But everything we're doing now, and I told Linda, the millions and millions of dollars every month that are going out the door, it's ridiculous to say we're in the exact same same place we were 18 months ago. You're not in any better spot other than a bunch of hurt, a bunch of name calling. 18 months ago, but a lot less money. So I said, I'll talk to my lawyer. I would love to stop this ridiculous, you know, media circus. And she goes, well, you talk to your, yours, I'll talk to mine. And that's what we did. So Rafael well, just listened to, listened to what she said. Well, good. I'm glad Linda did that. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad that Rafael listened. I'm glad that Gina Hunter and, and Ann and, and, and David Houston listened. And I'm glad that we got some common ground and, and it's, it, consider it done. You know, um, I'm on your team. You know that, but I'm, you know, yeah. that's why I just yeah, want well, I mean, you know, we're, we're hopefully we can come to some resolve. You well, know, when were you going to, Hey, when were you going to call me up about this sort of thing? What if I would have played a couple no, of anti linda no, deals today? No, I was calling you this morning. Dude, no, I been, called you. No, no, I was calling you this morning. Dude, I've been under so much craziness here with, and you know, and you know, we're, we're mounting up for the civil case and, uh, the thing is, it's more than that. We're not a civil case and the sheriff's thing, the sheriff case. So there's a lot of other stuff going too. So I've been in the trenches with all kind of stuff. All right, my man. Hey, uh, we had. Uh, did we have David Hebner or Earl Hebner? Uh, it wasn't Earl. It was Dave. Earl. Yeah. Is it now? Is it? It's Dave and Earl Hebner. We had Dave on the phone a couple of days ago. Uh, he called. He he lives. He listens to us out of Richmond. Uh, and man, that guy's really down and out. Man, he works at a bowling alley now. Well, I didn't know that. Now let me ask you a question. He says. We've gotten conflicting reports. Who was the ref? I know you. I know you know Terry. Who was the referee at WrestleMania three between you and Andre? Was it him? No, it was Joey Morella. He passed away. Okay, so Joey was Joey was the referee between you and Andre. That was Grill Monsoon's son. Oh, okay, okay. So that was who the referee was. Yeah. And 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 the boys were being smart ass, you know, asking what a referee does in the business. I'm like, man, you have no idea. The referee does a lot. In fact, you know, the the office will be talking. Uh, to the referee in his earpiece and tell you to speed it up, slow it down, you know, hot tag, uh, they're taking a shiz, whatever. Well, the office doesn't know enough to tell you to speed it up. Oh, you mean go home. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah I mean, if you're, if you're running short on time on TV and you guys got to take it home. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. I was touching that in the tempo of the match. Good God, no. nobody in the office knows enough about no, that. But, no, but, well, not, you know. Not even, not even any of the agents. But, but you know as well as I do, not with a veteran like yourself, but with with some green guys out there, the the office or the gorilla position will try to get involved and, and overthink it. You know that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, I, I, I will tell you this, though. He did say this. You ready for this? And, you know, Dave's, Dave Hebner's wrestled. I mean, he's, you know, him and Earl have, have, you know, done their share of, you know, legends in the referee business. I said, Dave, in your personal opinion, who was the worst guy as a referee to either have to call spots out to or, you know, get, tell him to get with it? And guess who he said the worst guy in the history? 
and you don't have to comment on this. Guess who he said the dumbest, worst wrestler as far as knowing what they're doing and listening was? Who? Ultimate Warrior. He said uh, he, he wasn't a wrestler, dude. He said that guy, all he did was go out and shake the ropes. And he, he, he said, he, he goes, I tell him, you know, we do this, do that, hot tag, you know, drop hey, down. Hold on a minute. Now I'm pulling my pants up. Hold on. See, <laughs> yeah, I told you to just walk up. Hey, when you call a spot out to Jim, like if you said, you know, uh, uh, hit the riz up, stuck the clothesline, watch the biz, would, would he even know what you're talking about? You go, huh? Huh? <laughs> No, he probably you couldn't do that with him. Now, when you say when you say Ultimate Warrior wasn't a wrestler, what do you mean? Like, like was he never like trained officially or what? Well, I guess him and Sting broke in uh, in California. This old guy named Red Bastine, who was one of the old school guys, was friends with Patterson and uh, Ray Stevens, and during that area, that whole San Francisco area, they had a run out there in L.A. You know, with the, the Samoans and right. You know, they were like from the Olympic Auditorium, John Polis and all these old timers that were out there. That's where that's where uh Fred Blassie made his made his mark and Blassie, where, Freddie uh, Blassie. He's a, he's the guy that first managed you against the Iron Sheik, didn't he? Yeah, and this guy named John Tolis. There was a California thing where they were actually treated like movie stars in LA where they had their their hanging with Marilyn Monroe. And you know, people don't realize that even though wrestling is territorial, the guys that were working that California area for Michael Bell uh, Gene LaBelle's gay brother. Gene LaBelle's a judo guy. Bad, bad boy, too. Um, they were working at L.A. area during the 50s. They, and when wrestling first came on TV, they were, they were treated like gods. I mean, they'd be walking the red carpet with Gene Kelly and Clark Gable. And, you know, and so uh, this guy named Red Bastine, I almost forgot what I was talking about. This guy named Red Bastine, uh, you know, when he got to be an old-timer, he started a wrestling school, and the Ultimate Warrior and Sting broke in there. And I remember they were like uh, that Max Max movie. It was Blade. They were called the Blade Runners. Right. And so Sting learned, and I'm sure the Ultimate Warrior was there every day that Sting was learning, but I don't know what happened to him. He didn't learn nothing. Or he Man. was either totally uncoordinated or just really stupid or had no psychology, mm-hmm. but the Ultimate Warrior was always bragging about being a chiropractor, which I think he is. And book smart, but he was a real idiot. Man, Stinger ended up being a good worker, though, didn't he? Stinger, he's oh, Stinger. God, yeah. yeah Stinger could good. draw money. I mean, Stinger could draw money, couldn't he? Yeah, he's got the gimmick. He could draw money. I loved him with the blonde hair and stuff. I mean, I haven't had a, a handful of matches with him, you know? And never really sat down and had to dig for 30 or 40 minutes. Never really had to do that very often in my career anyway. But, you know, never really sat down and went to psychological war with him in the ring to survive. But... Every time we got in there, it was so easy. We really didn't even have to think. Whatever happened to Big Sid Justice, man? Did he die, or is he still alive? Oh, he's still running. Dude, he's ready to go. Is he, is he, I mean, is he still looking he, good? He looks exactly how he used to, kind of like me. Yeah. Get you two. You, 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 get, you, get you back. Have you been talking to... <laughs> hey, have you been talking you go to, to YouTube and see where he broke his leg? Oh, that happened years ago. It was the most disgusting thing. That was with hey, WCW. Spice, go to YouTube and... Put and Sid Justice broken leg and watch this. This is the. I think I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. it. It's, it's, it's disgusting. worse than that football player. Yeah, Joe Theismann. Let me ask you a question. It's worse than that. You've I'm been, telling you. Punch ru- it up right now. Rumor has it. Now, oh, we've seen it. Listen to me. Rumor has it that you and Dixie have been talking a lot lately. Not me, brother. No? Nope. No, sir. I wish. Hmm. Not me. I thought you'd been too and just, no, 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 no. Just for those scoring at home, anytime Hogan denies something like that, Brent, it means it usually happens. No, it's not that. There's just nothing. There's no. There's no common ground there, bro. It's, okay. There's not. I I was talking to Vince until, God, I guess about five or six weeks. Or I haven't heard hiding her hair. Him. We were getting talking about stuff, but that nothing happened there. 
Nothing on Vince and nothing on Dixie right now. No, right? no, 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 nothing. So you're on a little bit of a hiatus, huh? No, no, I know there's a big lawsuit now. I know Cecil Barker oh, yeah. Um, yeah, is with, doing, with, uh, with doing big this show. sort of big show deal. And you're involved in that somehow. They got a name all over that, dog. All right, dude. Hey, tell Brooke we love her, man. She's really on fire right now, man. I'm so proud of her. Brooks the Hey, she's the only one that's got her act together in the whole Belay account, uh, c- compound. Hey, man, you know, calm down. I, I ran into a bunch of bad situations. No, you'll get out of it. You'll hulk out. You'll kick out. You're about on a two-and-a-half tap right now. You'll kick out. I think you will. Dude, I'm down to one-and-a-quarter tap. Yeah, you'll, I hope you kick out, man. Spice, did you get that pulled up? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, I'm, he's I'm looking, looking at it right now. It's bad. It's yeah. terrible. It's horrible. You got, did you see it? Oh, yeah. it's, and it's, then when his leg was broke <laughs> and went totally out to the left, he broke, he broke his left leg and his leg... His foot was facing the other way. Oh, my God, Spice. Can you believe that? Look yeah. at that. Oh, hey, geez. Look, Steiner drops an elbow on him. I know. <laughs> after oh, the look guy, at yeah, the Steiner after, elbow come yeah, in. Like, look at that. Like, like the added insult to injury. Look at that. Bam. Right there. Bam. Where were you, that's, Hootie? Where were you at? Hey, is that some shiz it or what? That's some shiz that's, with a Z. Uh, what, now, where were you? Were you in the back just uh, drinking Miller Lights? What were yeah, you doing? I appreciate the run. I don't man. know where I was, but that was a, that was a Johnny Laurinaitis situation. That was a suggestion. I guess he'd been asking Sid to sit on the top turnbuckle and put his both feet on the second rope. And as he jumped, uh, Johnny Laurinaitis kept saying, oh, you got to do this spot. you got to do this spot. And as he jumped, he wanted Sid to hit someone with a big foot in the face and land on your left leg. Yeah, because oh, that's what it looks like. But Unreal. Looks Horrible. Look at that thing, man. Yeah. Ugh, that it's bad. It's bad. It's that's, something. that's something to show the kids in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, buddy, I wanted to make sure you're okay. I got to see Oh, yeah, some. yeah. Now you want me off the air now that you got all the dirt out of me, right? Well, I learned how to work from the greatest worker I'm of all time. I'm just now waking up, bro. My coffee's kicking. Man, I pulled, a Hogan, kicking. I, pulled, hey, I pulled a Hogan like you wouldn't believe, guys. You know how Hogan, he'll go into the red drop locker room, and he'll find wrestler A and wrestler B, and he'll get in between him, and because he's Hulk Hogan, he knows everything, and he'll stir it all up, right? And then he'll politely bow out, and then A and B want to kill each other. So I go up to my agent's office last night, agent Tom Bean A, and then my manager, Russ B. And so they, and Russ walks in, and I, and I they have something that we're talking about, like, hey, and I bring this topic up that they both are very adamant about, and I go, let me... My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Let me tell you something, Tom. Blah, 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 blah. And Russ, man, you know, Tom said blah, 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 blah. And they they started going out. They started going out. And I go, hey fellas, I'm late for my Fox 13 stuff. And I, <laughs> and, I and I left. I left. And I shut the door. And they start going crazy. And I swear on my son's life, I chuckled and went, hoodie. <laughs> oh no! Hey, what the, what happened to Gina Hunter, man? What's Tom Beaner doing with her, man? I think he's got her locked down, man. He's got her on lockdown. Why have you not? Dude, is she, is she... we can't we can't find hiding her hair ever, man. Eight one three divorce. Eight one three divorce. See divorce. Eight one three party and fly around the world. Eight one three. Yeah. Eight one three. I'm going to the uh, Masters on Tom's private plane. That's what it is. And the Kentucky Derby. And the Kentucky Derby, among other things. Yeah. What he put some he put some uh, voodoo on her or something. And I th- well yeah. And he, and he uh, I think they're going to the Bahamas on their private plane this weekend. Yeah. Dang, Tom Beaner's on the uh, got his game on. He must he must introduce it to his little brother. Yeah, you know, he's getting he's getting him, uh, getting it all in uh, getting in shape now. He's 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 on. Oh, he's, he's always in shape. Now nah, he was kind of bloated like a toad for a while. Now he's in really good shape. <laughs> I saw yeah, him the other day walking around, man. No, crazy, no, no, no. You didn't guy. see him. You didn't he had, see him. He had a gizzard kicking before. Yeah, before man, he looked like a real modern day five foot four uh, to- toad. But now he looks like a little like a little you know little wrestler kind of dude. He no, he wrestled. No, you're not, oh, don't even go there. You're not saying he looks like the MJ. No, come on now. <laughs> no, he wrestled at Cornell. No, yeah, shoot style. yeah. I mean, he wrestled. He actually was a University of Cornell, you know, NCAA wrestler. Shoot oh, style. Oh man. So what? You know, I heard you rapping on on him, uh, MJ coming back from his vacation to do the Millie Billy Mays thing. Yeah. What a what a hey what a what an absolute narcissistic exposing uh, the family. Uh, to, I mean, just what a uh, mark. This, this was what a mark. What all per- this was. He came back to do a Billy Mays tribute show to put himself over instead of paying homage to a guy that had just been just, that just died. That would be like me coming back and doing a Hulk Hogan tribute show, but making it about me and not about you. Oh, if he was that. If he was that, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the middle of this one because you know more about it than I do. But it seems like if he was Billy Mays's best friend and he gets a last phone call from Billy Mays and. Had the last word with Billy Mays even before he went to bed at night. Even, even, even talked to him last, even before Billy Mays' wife. It seemed like he'd have been so destroyed, yeah, so tore up that he would have been able to talk. Cause well, I was, you know, I was rattled about it. I know some other people like Rick McIntosh, yeah, and uh, and Kevin and other Harrington are totally screwed yep. right now. They they're just still. You know, are shaking. Kevin Kevin Harrington, the big infomercial guy, is the major major uh, investor of the Pitchman, and he's oh. you know he's beside himself right now. That was a that was a great show. And the bottom line is, Hogan, when you have to uh, take a picture of your cell phone and put it on the web sh- website to prove that you spoke to somebody to solidify and validate that you're friends, then you're really not a friend. Like for instance, you know, I wouldn't have to say. I wouldn't have to put my phone, a uh, picture of my phone, on the website to prove that I spoke to you last night. We've established that we have a friendship, and it, 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 people would just believe me. But if you if you're that insecure, Brent, and 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 you have that many naysayers as to what you're really doing and for you what, you just have to show them your closet and all your dress up outfits with your maid outfit and your stewardess <laughs> outfit. But hoodies made and hoodies stewardess, you could just show them your. Your sexical closet full of gimmick clothes, or all those, or all those pictures that I have of you and I together. <laughs> and and Hootie's right. When you lose a friend, 
You're tore up about it. No, the last you thing you're worried go. about yeah. is doing every hey, interview that comes out. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. If Hogan died, I could not be. Easy no, but, on the Hogan. But hold on. But hold on. But, God, but, but, but or if I died. Or, yeah, don't I, be t- throwing that out there. Then I'll have to go and two more people. You might be one of them. Don't even go there. If any, if any of my very, very close, very, very, Damn. very close friends died, I, uh, Brent, I could not grant an interview immediately thereafter, and I could not go on the show the next day and talk to their survivors. I would be with the family. Or privately grieving and trying to help with funeral arrangements. The body had to be sent to Pittsburgh, seeing how the family's doing. You know, Terry and I, you know, if something happened to you, the first person I'd call would be Brooke and Nick. Brooke and Nick, what can I do for you? What, what, yeah. what's, what's going on? Uh, are we Now, you know, I, we have to start thinking about some things. What's, what, what are we going to do, A, B, C, and D? What, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, uh, there's just a lot of, a lot of uh, infrastructure that you got to get done, and the last thing you can do is think about doing a, a five-hour radio program paying homage to this guy. Yeah, it's, it's happened to all of us in the room. It's happened to all of us in the room, and we've all been, like, mentally really tore yeah. up inside. We weren't worried about marking said, out. And I got on the end, and I said, you know, you're a fraudulent little narcissistic midget. And It'd you be impossible. Tra- It'd be impossible to do a five-hour show if you if he would talk to Billy and they were that tight. It'd be impossible. When your father died, Terry, uh, and I wasn't—I mean, I loved Pete. You know, he's not my dad, but I, I loved him as much as anybody. And you know, you are an entertainer, and you could not have gone and done what you do as an entertainer and wrestle. There is no way for you—you you could have gone back to work for I don't know a week, two, three. There's just no way. There's just no way you could have done that. No. No, I could not have actually calculated and left no. and gone to work. There's no way. You, you, there's no way. It's impossible. So, you know, it was. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to get into it. It's not even. And, I, and like I said, unless a thought process that would work. And if he claimed to be such a good friend, man, then I would hope that he's one of the six pallbearers, Brent. Which I can promise you that he's not going to be. Then you're really not that good of a friend, right? And you know what? Well, he, he, I don't know if he's a pallbearer or not. Where's the funeral? I didn't, even, he didn't even go to the funeral. The funeral's in Pittsburgh tomorrow. He didn't oh, even go to yeah, the and Bill, you know, Billy played football for West Virginia. He's from that area, <laughs> yeah. so you know, well, I know, I know, you had a lot but, of interaction with no, Billy. Hey, he was you a great know what guy. was so sad is my TV in the bedroom didn't work, you know, so I called my boy Chip over to fix it. Right, and um, all of a sudden the sound was working. He got it done, and I, you know, I didn't look at the TV at all. And then last night I sat on the edge of the bed and I kind of scanned the channels. And I'll be damned, this Billy Mays getting on the plane with Sully. Yeah. That private plane. I don't know which episode it was that just blew me away that I turned yeah. the TV on to show Billy getting on a plane. With you and Sully. Billy, you and Billy were actually because you know you've done some commercials and stuff. You know, you and Billy were fairly fairly good acquaintances, weren't you? Well, the truth is, bro, I uh, wasn't really a good acquaintance of his. He was. I considered him a friend. Right. We met him several times. What happened was when I did that Hulk Hogan grill. Right. Rick McIntosh came to me and he goes, you know, uh, Billy's really nervous, and he, you know, it was a Hulk Hogan gimmick. He was. The mystique, he was scared to death of me. He didn't know me. Right. And I, I told Rick McIntosh, I said, are you kidding me? I said, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this infomercial without him. Right. He's we, a- shot, we shot three days. And what I would do, because he was so good, what I would do is I'd go, Billy, do that line for me and show me how to move. And I'd say, okay, okay, roll the cameras. I would actually imitate him. And I did it for so three he'd do days. So he'd do it. He'd dry run it first, and then you'd imitate him. And he wouldn't be a walk through, a whole walk through. It would be like two lines. It'd be like, you know, when Nick finally received the, you know, the, the heavy date for his court case, and then I, okay, stop, and I'd do the exact same thing. I'd say exactly what he said, and then we ended up going to London together to do QVC, and we had a blast. It was great. But that's my only interaction with him. But dude, I and this guy was walking. You know how a 
You know how somebody that has good like a six inch shorter leg. I mean, I'm yeah. not joking. I mean, if someone had a six inch shorter leg, you saw not someone that's got multiple sclerosis or anything, but you've seen people that walk with her. They really hunch back and they really yeah. are way off kilter. It looks so weird to see right. walk. Billy was walking around like that. I said, dude, you got to get that hip fixed. Are you kidding me? It's almost like he's sticking his leg totally straight, the left leg out to the side about two feet and try to walk that way. So I, I think uh, so Dr. Dr. Hughes, the guy who did your hip, end up, uh, in, end up was, was scheduled to do Billy's hip. Yeah, because he had two bad ones, and the second one he had an infection. So it was, I saw him on the plane, you know, and it just blew my mind because well. I know. And I saw the interview two days before where he got off in a Bay News right. diner with the local stations interviewed him, but... It's just a, a sad guy. day. It's a sad day. The little narcissistic jackass has to try to... But you know what? Thank God for us, Spice, because we were able to expose... Let me ask you a question. Did he really know him? No. In fact, I have a lot of good people that have got a hold of me privately and said, when the dust settles, the time is not now. The guy's not even been buried yet. But when the, when the, yeah. when the time is right, which could be a week, could be two months, when the time is right, wow. when the time is right, Brent, either the wife... Or somebody that's related to the family is going to come on and expose MJ for what he did. Wow. And I said, you know what? Take your time. I'm not going anywhere. I'm, you know, unlike him or you know, you schedule it now. <laughs> I got to have, have it now. I'm like, you know what? Take your time. Grieve. Let the family get over it. And when they want to tell their side of the story, I'm available at any time. That's wow. how, that, that's how you that's how you handle things. Wow. Anyway, hoodie, uh, I'll uh, I'll give you a call later today. Yeah. Yeah. You you never call me no. later in the day. I got I got to ask you about I got to ask you a couple questions. You're, I got to ask you. You are so full of it. I got to ask. How many times does Bubba go? I'll call you when I'm off the air. I'll call you when I'm driving. Hey. Home. I'll call you when I'm hey. driving to Smyrna. You hey. never called me once. You're such a you know what you're such a martyr because I do. And secondly, I I you I, I wanted to see how Hangman's working out for you. I'll call you. Ask me. I'll tell you. I got a big problem with that deal. Wait till I tell you about oh, that. Of course you do. You, you're you're so unappreciative. All you do is take, take, take. No, 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 no. It's a physical problem. Oh, okay. I said it's not my problem. I did what huh? I was supposed. I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah well, yeah. I will see if you call because I got something I need to talk to you about too. All right, I'll call. I'll have. I'll be on your phone by eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, right. I will, bitch. <laughs> I'll be on your phone by eleven o'clock. I'm calling Linda up, man. I'm going to be jo- joining Team Linda. Linda, team Linda. Linda's uh, Linda's actually. Uh, when I talked to her the other day, was, I was so happy to talk to her because I get to tell the kids that I had. I talked to their mom, and it was the first time that we actually. I can't remember talking to her last. Was it was I, it really uncomfortable, or was it positive? It was, you know what it was. It was just so, and I don't even know what the word surreal means, but whatever that word is, it was so weird. It was just like. There was no yelling, no screaming, no fighting. It felt like I could have been standing in my kitchen when Ten years Brooke ago. were well, like with Nick and Brooke were like five and seven right. years old. And we were getting along perfectly. It felt like that was the Linda I was talking. I, I think was, it's was, time. There I, any, was there any uh, attraction? Come on, Spice. What? Yeah, I think that's yeah, a valid there question. There is because she's she's a beautiful lady, and Thank I you. just haven't. So you know, and everybody knows that, man. It's just that, Hold uh, on, hold on, stop. Just everybody stop it. <laughs> we're working ourselves into a mark. Yeah, we're working <laughs> ourselves into a shoot, man. We're, we're shooting no, ourselves into a work. No, I all you want about that. <clears throat> no, that no, 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 hold on. Deal. No, we're not working ourselves into a shoot, Brent. I'm going to come up with a whole new term. We're shooting ourselves into a work. Is what right. we're doing. We're shooting ourselves into a work. No, Good point. Uh, into a shoot, brother. No. No, 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 we're shooting ourselves into a work. Is what we're doing. And and you'd be, you be doing another jizz up, brother. No, you've been, yeah. Yeah, you're doing a job. I will tell you, man, I think the public is ready for this. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm the people's hammer. I'm the spokesperson for the for the average person. I think the people are ready for a change with you guys. And changing it up a little bit like this and trying to be civil, I think, is the right move. I really do. You know, but we've gone back and forth. 
and back and forth. And the truth is, it was going to get so dirty and so nasty. I was not looking forward to it. And, you know, I know what we were going to do and what we've done with our due diligence and everything. I just didn't want to go there. It just was going to get so insane that it just it wasn't going to be pretty. And I've just been so happy that we're talking. All right, Hootie, I got Jim Florentine standing by. Who's Jim Florentine? He is a, uh, a comedian, and he dated uh, Robin, Howard's Robin. Say what? Yeah, he, he, he still have it out for me. Yeah, well, I, I think no, I think she likes you. You mean as in have it out for you bad? You don't think she likes you? Well, she was always jabbing me when I'm. I mean, like, well, sometimes she's that's gotta, what she that's what she well, does. Sometimes, man, she's got to be the bearer of the tough questions because it comes across a lot more better when she does it. And, and once that's I, how Howard works. See, Howard's a good worker. He'll say, hey, "Listen, I think if I ask this question, it'll be too stiff. But if Robin asks it, it's a woman, a black woman asking it. Hell, I can't go wrong with that." And, and hey, what, I, want, I want to talk to somebody that knows Howard Stern real good, like uh, like twenty five cent. You know, he's the last person who knows Howard Stern. <laughs> but yes, well, anyway, because I need to ask Howard. I don't know. It might be too late. I was, I for, totally forgot, but I was supposed to ask Howard if he'd do Brooks mixtape because he might because he does like Brooks. You know, I don't know that. You're gonna have to. You know what? You're gonna have to talk to Brent about that privately. Brent, 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 call Howard because I know he's a good friend of yours, and Bubba don't know him for shizit, and maybe you what can call it? Howard and ask him if he'd be on Brooks. Mixtape because he does like Brooke. I'll, I'll talk to I'll talk to Baba Bowie and see yeah. see what he says. Yeah, Who's Howard, Baba Bowie? Gary. Who? Gary. I'm talking about Howard Stern, not some Dingleberry. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> so in order to talk to Howard, you got to talk to Gary first. Oh, to Gary. I thought you said Barry. Hmm. Uh, you guys are wasting enough of my time. Yeah. I'll, ta- I'll, I'll call. I'll call you by one o'clock today. I thought it was eleven thirty. God, you're so easy to work into a shoot. <laughs> you're so easy to work, man. The world's greatest worker is now the mo- most vulnerable uh, heat getter. Yeah, whatever. I'll call you later. You can work him. I, I can. You can what? just. You can just work him. Spice right down the path. Oh and then after God. that, you get going. I'll call you at two. Hey, <laughs> hey, and Spice. We didn't look at that video. No, we didn't I didn't look at that. I saw that video twelve years ago. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.